You're tuned into the It's Real podcast with your hosts, Kayla Callender and Andrew Yagi. Each week, we'll talk about what happens behind the scenes working full time in real estate and share with you real life stories, our successes, and failures as we work to help consumers and industry professionals reach their real estate and real life goals. Here we go. It's episode 14 of the It's Real podcast. I'm Andrew Yegi, and I'm a real estate agent. Hi, I'm Kayla Callender, and I'm a mortgage lender. Kayla, how is your week going this week? Well, it's a short week because, so that's kind of a blessing and a curse, but so far, so good. It's, um, weather's hot in Fargo. What's it like where you're at? Yeah, it's hot. It's hot here as well. Summer happened all of a sudden, it feels like. It feels like overnight it happened, and I, I think a lot of people are wishing, you know, that they had bought houses with pools at this point because of the humidity. It's so hot, but I'm here for it. I'm here for summer. <laughs> how, uh, how was your holiday weekend? Fabulous. So good. We had great weather, friends, family at the lake, um, enjoyable, relaxing, all the things. So how about you? How was yours? Yeah. You know, it was really good and honestly, really low key had, um, you know, some nice family time um, you know, this past weekend. And, and yeah, it was just just really, really great. So I, I've got nothing to complain about. You need those those kind of chill weekends when you're such an extrovert during the week, you know? <laughs> right. right, absolutely. No, I, you know, we're just all kind of grind, grind, grind. And, mm-hmm. and you know, I'm really, you know, uh, you know, more aware of it than ever, you know, having having three young kids. And it just, uh, even my wife says sometimes, like, you know, just during the week, you see your kids for an hour in the morning and then maybe a couple of quality hours in the evening, um, and it, it just, uh, time flies so quick. It does. They say when you have kids, the days go slow, but the years go fast. Is that true? Hey, I think it is. Is it, yeah. is it the same with dogs? Yes. Yeah, so the same, but well, actually every day is fast with them. Cause they're just the cutest, most ugly things in the world. So <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. And they don't talk back. <laughs> Absolutely. Kayla, what are you seeing, um, you know, in the mortgage world this week in terms of, of rates or, you know, what's, uh, What's going on? You know, last week we saw interest rates pick up a little bit um, and they're down a smidge today. So around, thank you, around 695 is the national average average for a 30-year fixed. So last week I was seeing 7.12. So to give you an idea, it's not that rates are up and down and up and down. They're pretty stable, but we're just seeing kind of that roller coaster, like the tiny roller coaster at the park effect. So, um, and as you can see, a 15 year is not insanely cheaper. A lot of people think, well, a 15 year, I bet will be in the, in the fives or the fours. No, I mean, it's, it's about a half different. So sure. um, rates are a, a little better today. I'm still seeing lack of inventory. Um, but in turn, I'm seeing more people lean towards building then because sure. of that inventory issue. So that's that's what I'm seeing in my market. But what, what are you witnessing? Yeah. So, I, I, you know, I've started hearing people talk a little bit more about rates again. In fact, mm-hmm. you know, on some of the properties that I have listed for sale, you know, we've had some really good activity. And I would still tell people, you know, who are looking to sell um, that if a house is very desirable and it's properly priced, there is, there really is not going to be 
um, you know, a lot of trouble moving it. And we're still seeing multiple offers, um, you know, in a, in a lot of instances. But, you know, as we get into some of the smaller markets, I'm starting in some of those smaller markets where we still have desirable properties, starting to see at least people use rates as an excuse to kind of squeeze them, which, you know, it, it makes me wonder as well on the buying side, you know, as far as the agent they're working with, is the agent taking time? you know, to educate them. And are they shopping in the proper price range? Because, you know, I have a number of buyers that come through my door or come through, you know, one of our funnels or, or reach out to me and they want to look at properties at the very top of their price range. Yeah. And in some instances that works out just fine. However, if it's a really desirable property, they're probably not going to have a chance on, on that particular house because it's probably going to be competitive. It's going to go over asking. And again, we want to set our clients up um, for success. So you're, you're exactly right. And that is one of the things that I've witnessed too, is clients will shop at the very tippy top of their budget, right? So they're, they don't have that room to be flexible. And yeah. in turn, they're likely maybe even asking for seller paid closing costs. And so it's in a way, exhausting for clients and probably realtors and lenders too when you're shopping at the top all the time because you feel like you're let down especially if we're seeing houses go over asking are you seeing that lately yourself yeah, absolutely absolutely it's a it's a huge reality so and i think sometimes i mean obviously you know we have to kind of be that guiding light and and, yeah. and that your voice of reason but you know sometimes you have to let a client fail once too yeah. Are some people that are so insistent and um, and don't want to take your advice. So sometimes, you know, they have to experience a letdown in order to kind of, uh, you know, gain an understanding, so to speak. I've had some clients say that they're glad that they had a failure right away or two because it allowed them for when that next house came, they were ready. They knew what they wanted to do. They knew what they, they couldn't do. And that allowed them to, in a sense, fail forward. So... Yeah. Not, not necessarily a bad thing. Yep, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Kayla, today I want to talk a little bit about, you know, and, and we, we talk about rates a lot and everyone complaining yes. about rates and using that as an excuse. And so just the other day, I saw this reel on Instagram. You, you you've maybe, you've maybe seen it too. Maybe, oh, maybe. but, but, but just, just talks about, you know, again, sometimes we get so caught up in talking about either, you know, a, to our clients or, or even the, the clients yeah. in general get caught up just talking about the financial piece. But realistically, there are a lot of other reasons outside mm -hmm. of financial reasons why people are, are buying versus renting. And so um, mm -hmm. I'm going uh, to just share this this reel really quick and, uh, and, 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 and you've maybe seen it. But so there you go so there are a lot of reasons great uh, tips she knows yeah. herself she does know herself <laughs> but uh but but yeah so like you know talking about getting a pet to expand their family so just yesterday you know one of the closings that i had kayla you know yeah. was for a family that hey they're they're looking at they had their first child and yeah. they said hey we are in just a small starter home we we want to grow our family we need space and you know that really hit home for me because i remember being you know <laughs> in that in that space about five years ago or whatever and um 
yeah, all of a sudden you're, you know, here I am needing something larger for my family. And so it, it really hit home with that particular family. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people get, they do get caught up and rightfully so, because you don't want to be um, house poor. You, you don't want to be spending money on something that is not worth it to you. But for me, sometimes I take a step back and I look at the things that people spend money on, you know, really expensive cars, vacations, um, clothes, food, you know, all these things, right? Which that's life. People spend money. But when you think about your home and the Oasis and where you spend probably a really large portion of your life, that real, I made that real because I had really started thinking and talking to more clients and the clients that were really like committed, it wasn't that, you know, yes, the interest rates were a concern, but they said, Kayla, I just want a place of my own. My, my landlord keeps raising my rent. Um, we've had expanding families. I've had people say, I have a German shepherd and I just feel terrible having him in an apartment to I'm finally ready to put a nail in the wall and paint. And so it got me thinking about just all these different reasons that are not financial because we can talk about that all day, but in the end, it's going to come from you and in your heart. Is it worth it? Do you know what I mean? And, you know, I think about how my husband wanted to, he has to get a new truck and he's like, maybe I don't need a truck. Trucks are more expensive. And we talked and it's like, no, we need the truck for this, this, this. So I would encourage people that are thinking, uh, is it worth it to maybe also think about those non-financial reasons too? happiness, yeah. peace, peace of mind. You know what I mean? Um, Cause there's plenty of reasons. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. And, and, and that's the fun piece because again, Kayla, you and I are kind of in this realm because we like to, we're, we're driven individuals who have huge goals ourselves, but we also like to help people get to their goals um, I had another closing here recently, um, you know, some good friends of mine that I've been friends with for better than a decade, uh, you know, got to know them through church. I did music, you know, for their wedding. I've been there, you know, for some of their family members when they've had loss, when I worked in funeral service, um, you know, and, and we've been really, really close. So it's really fun as I kind of helped them as they've worked really, really hard and we're in more of a starter home for quite a while and mm -hmm. both have tremendous jobs, have worked really, really hard and finally got to the point where, you know, they for themselves were looking for their forever home. So to help them get into that forever home and then now to help them, you know, with the sale of, you know, kind of their beginning home, you know, it's really kind of an honor and, and really fun yeah. And again, also gratifying, you know, and, and of course, the financial piece certainly does enter the equation of and course. is an important consideration, but uh, it's fun to really dig in into some of these individuals and, and especially mm -hmm. ones that look past that financial piece and really talk about their dreams and, and kind of where they want to be and what they mm -hmm. want. Well, and even, you know, I don't know if you help a lot of people that are moving to your city or away, but I found that I've been working with a lot of physicians. So not just those that are coming to Fargo, but those that are moving. And last week I helped clients move to Arizona. And so for them, interest rates, yes, they're important, but they they were so focused on, we need to find the right neighborhood for our children. And so that was fun to be part of is to run numbers on these homes. And, and then we closed and they are now so happy. I don't even think they remember the interest rate that they locked in. Again, it's important. Finances are important. That's not, you know, we're not, you know, trying to say they're not, but it's really cool to see um, clients 
you know, follow their dreams. They moved because they had opportunities. And so I just think it's really cool to see that piece. That's not just financial. So I know you provide really good service to your clients, Kayla. Do you uh, happen to, to jet down to Arizona for the weekend to, to attend the closing down there and check things so, out? So funny story. I actually had another closing in January and I was this close to flying down there because I'd been working, working with the client for years, but I didn't. I do send them closing gifts though. Sure. I'm sure I do that, but maybe one day I can hire my buddy Andy Yegi to fly me out there with his plane. <laughs> Maybe if we collaborate on something that that would. Be I mean, great. we could do we could do the it's real podcast from the plane too. <laughs> we we certainly could, and we probably should take it on the road at some point. Uh, we probably should. We'll do it around the lakes area next yeah. time. <laughs> I like that. So, Kayla, I want to shift our conversation because, of course, it's good to talk about the buy side and some of the reasons why people buy. But you know, the other thing that you know, we want to talk about as well is why people sell. I saw kind of in an online real estate um, group the other day. I mean, you know, it's no secret and we talk about it that inventory as a whole nationwide is down about 30%. And there are a lot of starving agents and lenders out there. And I saw an agent, you know, just comment, hey, you know, what are you doing to get business? Because the only reason why people are selling right now are death, divorce, or relocating for work. And right. you know, if you don't have any of those leads, um, you know, what, what are you doing? And, and, and realistically there are, you know, there are a lot of happy reasons why people are selling, you know, they're getting that advancement. I'm working with a physician right now myself where, you know, they're just starting out as a practitioner and coming to our area. And, and, and again, really an honor to be able to kind of be that trusted local local expert um, to kind of help them and educate them on the community and the different neighborhoods and, and help them get to their goal and just kind of take that that layer of stress away so they know that they can rest easy, that when they get here in a couple of months, they're going to have uh, a place to go. Um, yeah. What else do you see? And, and I know you work with more buyers, but of course, you know, you see the other side and you learn, uh, learn mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, you have to have some experience with some sellers as well. Yeah, for for me, what I see lately, especially, it's you're spot on, Andy. It's it's usually, uh, I don't want to say forced, but it's a life decision. Something's happening in their lives. Uh, for me, I see people just relocating for opportunities. That's what I'm seeing a lot of. So, uh, for instance, in the last probably month, I've had physicians and dentists that have been moving back. So they'll go do their residency somewhere. And then they will move back to their hometown. So that's what I'm seeing the bulk of is, hey, we want to go home to where we grew up and where our families are. Mm -hmm. So I'm seeing a lot of that. So that's a decision, but it's also a lot of opportunities. Um, In terms of selling, I've seen some divorces. I've seen, although we talked last time, divorces are down nationally. And that probably could be because people don't want to sell and, you know, get rid of their low rate. Who knows? But um, I've seen a few divorces. And so that's been a situation where there's a house, it gets sold. And then those two individuals are typically buying their own homes. Right. So that's essentially the bulk of what I'm seeing. Yep. Yep. So you deal with probably more happy than and sad 
circumstances, it, it sounds like. But yeah, I'm I'm seeing yeah. you know a little bit of both and working with a couple of estates right now, you know, where there's been a death in yeah. the family and, you know, a death of someone that I've had a relationship with and now, you know, being called on, you know, and which still is a really great honor. Kayla, I helped, um, uh, you know, we don't see much, and, and this is probably a good additional discussion point. Mm-hmm. You know, we just with how hot the market's been, we don't really see a lot for short sales or foreclosures. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, luckily right now that, with low inventory, usually we're able to avoid that, but sometimes we can't. I've been working with a particular client for a number of months and, you know, they, um, you know, had some financial difficulty and ended up, um, we were able to avoid foreclosure, but um, did go through the short sale process and finally got them, you know, to their goal and able to really help them kind of start their life over again. So that was, you know, a really awesome piece um, for me this week too. Just, uh, you know, again, uh, just, you know, regardless of circumstance, because, you know, life happens, but, but fun to help people get to their goals. Do you find, you know, you have a very broad, like such a variety of things you've done in your life from where you went to school, from farming to real estate, to funeral homes. Do you find that, you know, I don't see a lot of those sellers because of death. I don't, I don't see that because a lot of times it's, you know, goes to an estate, it's done with, they're not buying, but do you find that that has allowed you more connections? Because if people are handling, you know, funeral services, things that are so emotional to you, I'm guessing that you're getting a lot of individuals coming to you asking for help with the sale of their home because you've already created that trust. Is that yeah. correct? Yeah, absolutely. And and again, people want to work with people they know, like, and trust. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I'll, you know, I'll give you just one quick story. Uh, a family that I've worked with and, uh, you know, basically three years ago, dad calls and, you know, he's mm-hmm. in his 90s and says, come over to my house. I want to talk to you. And so I go over and visit. I go and I knock on the door and I open the door and his, his family sitting around, his kids and spouses. I'm like, oh, hello. He said, Take a seat over there. I want you to meet meet my my kids and their spouses. And this is Andrew. And when I die, I want you to sell my house. He's gonna be, he's gonna be in charge of selling the house. Oh my gosh! And so I met them all. And uh, and you know, fast forward now, three oh. years later, um, you know, mm-hmm. he passed away. And oh. old, I'm I'm working with them on 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 selling the house. And so you know, really, again, an honor. Like I, yeah, just the. The, the gratitude and, and just the feeling of fulfillment I get from helping people, you know, at a, a difficult time mm-hmm. such, such as that. Yeah. So it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's all about relationships, Kayla. And, and mm-hmm. that's, that's what I really love. And that's what I'm building my business off of. Mm-hmm. I love that. That's mm-hmm. awesome. And it's, it's so much more emotion than people imagine until they get into it until they're all of a sudden in contract or they're selling their home and they're thinking, my goodness, this is where we had all these memories. And it becomes really emotional. It's bittersweet sometimes. And having a, a team member, a lender, a realtor, who, whomever it may be that actually is, you know, empathetic also makes a huge difference. Right. Right. Absolutely. Kayla, I feel like we've been pretty deep on, uh, you know, with, with some of our discussion, which is good. I mean, it's good to you know, I to see. share emotion and, and everything, but maybe I, I want to end our podcast today with a little, a little humor. Um, you know, I take part online in a number of real estate groups. I'm, I'm sure you do too. Yes. And, uh, and I saw floating around online. Did you see any of these, any of these memes? Um, <laughs> where, <so> <laughs> yeah, where it talks about if realtors, 
posted what really happens in real estate. And, and I get a kick out of all of these because I, I think, you know, people would not believe some of the experiences that we have and even that, that you have in, in uh, lending. So I wanted to share a, a few of these. And so this talks about being just ghosted as an agent. The buyer I was working with just stopped communicating. And they did go under contract with another agent on a home. I emailed them. Yep. <laughs> Zillow, where, where we have this happen a lot. And I hear, I hear from other agents, if a buyer can't get a hold of their agent and they want to see a house right now, they're reaching out to another agent on Zillow. Mm -hmm. and, uh, yeah. and where it talks about being almost sold. We were five days away from closing and I just found out the underwriter cannot approve my buyer's loan, but it's fine. They're blaming me for it and filing a complaint on me. Why? Why not? <sighs> Just hated on another agent that lives in my neighborhood is telling the neighbors I underprice homes because she thinks everyone should list with her. And guess what? Some of them actually believe that the market doesn't dictate pricing mm -hmm. and their home is in the exact same condition. Mm -hmm. Yep. Just lied about an upset customer, wrote a Google review on me and lied about everything. Google doesn't care if it's a lie. They refuse to delete it, but it's fine. It's just fine. It's reputation. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm not a realtor, but I can tell you that that is extremely similar to things that I've witnessed as a lender. And yeah. we just always lean towards me personally. I do this. I don't like to bring any negativity to my online posts. However, you know, so you always see kind of like the good, but the things that we do on the back end and the things that we witness and we take personally too. sometimes I know it's business. A lot of that has some some truth to it. Yeah, I just really learned through all of this, and and I probably said it before, but you know, after working in funeral service for fifteen years, I thought that you know it would be easier in real estate, and at times it's it's more challenging. I mean, the emotions you yeah. know in, in experience in real estate are just uh, unbelievable, and and I think the thing that I've learned, Kayla, is you just have to give people grace. You know, sometimes you have to let yeah. people vent to you, and just kind of have to be kind of that that calm and just kind of that voice of reason, and that's that's really all you can do. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, it's sometimes they might be the only, you know, you might be the only person that they're talking to that actually understands it. So you just have to be kind of a therapist in a sense and, and, and let them talk and listen. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well, Kayla, it's been great catching up with you again and, uh, you know, kind of talking about, um, about these various topics. Look forward to visiting uh, with you again next week, uh, but have a great rest of the week. Enjoy the weekend. I will if you will. See you, Kayla. Bye.